Hello and welcome to Patch. I'm your host Paul James. Today I'm joined by Matto Phillips. How are you, mate? I'm super. We've got to we've got super. to take a moment to acknowledge what's in the background that I didn't even realise was there until you pointed it out to me. The wanted poster that I've been sharing on Twitter for a while. You've blown it up to what size is that? Is that just A4? A3? That's just the day. That's just A4. Well, maybe during the weeks we'll just slowly just start to make it bigger. Yeah. I- until I like, I, I like worry that you're going to go to bed at night and there's just going to be like this A1 size Corey Barlog looking at you. Oh well, Corey, if you don't want to so, do that to Matto, if you don't want to inflict him with this A1 image of you in his room, please come on, Dev Dark. Corey, what you don't want to do is for me to paint a picture of yourself of you on that wall. <laughs> there's plenty of space, so you could do it. Plenty of space. Or I just uh, get a lot of A4 pieces and just put them all together. So there's just a whole heap of Corys. Holy shit. That's <laughs> that's a lot of Barlog. All right. Um, possibly the perfect intro anyway, because we're going to be talking about the PlayStation Showcase. Yep, another PlayStation-focused episode. But don't worry, that won't be the case next week, most likely. Um, we've managed to... Actually, let's address that, that at the beginning now. We uh, I've flagged it with you already. We've got a third chair for next week. Oh, yes, we do. You did tell me that. We finally got an audition sent in. Friend and fan of the show, Jamie Penning's going to be coming on next week, presumably. I think he said the 19th is going to be okay. That's the date that we would record. Um, so, fingers crossed that he's able to make that in the end. But that the plan next week is that Jamie's going to be on. So, he, Jamie is a big Nintendo fan and expert. Um, incredible with Donkey Kong Country, most notably, at least yes. in my experiences. Holy shit, that knowledge is unreal. Um, so he's going to come on the show next week and we're probably going to talk about some Nintendo stuff but like I said right now we're going to be talking PlayStation because there was the PlayStation showcase last week we made some predictions uh, I, better, I better bring out my two Game Boy colours again yeah we've got to impress him we've got to wheel out all our Nintendo stuff what's no. well that's the case then I've got to put um... I've got Earthbound that's worth oh. hundreds that is worth hundreds and hundreds it's got the book in there everything we bought it for 55 bucks back in the day apparently was it the box that big? I swear it wasn't that big. Yeah, it was that big. I know. Compared... That's huge. That's like steroid box. Compa- yeah, compared to like a normal thing, which, by the way, Secret of Mana 2, which wasn't even released in the West in English. Um, but it's like a f- like fans... fans uh, like, there's been a fan translation for years. They actually slapped it on a Super Nintendo cartridge and then started selling it. So it's not an official Nintendo one, but it works just like it's an official one. So that's kind of cool. But... We'll, we'll save our best Nintendo stuff for next week. We'll uh, we'll try and impress Jamie. We're going to go through the PlayStation Showcase in the order that everything was announced. There might be some things that we don't care about. And we'll just skip past those. We'll work that out as we go. I think there's probably a few things we can agree that we'll just need to skip past. Oh, yes. Um, yes. But we'll give them you know 10 seconds to at least say their name before we skip them. So uh, bear with us as we go through it. And sorry if we skip a game that you yourself took a fair liking to. But the show opened in fairly epic fashion. Star Wars uh, Knights of the Old Republic is being remade and it's exclusive to PlayStation for now. Which is weird. Yeah, because it was me. exclusive to scratching. Xbox back in the day. It was an Xbox exclusive back and PC, in the day. Yeah. And PC. But when I said there's like exclusive to PS5, like, I was just scratching my head like, what? I've never known a franchise to jump consoles. Yeah. Uh, but in saying that though, well, it's, it's still, not it's owned doing, by Xbox. It's doing Rise of the Tomb Raider basically. Which yeah, it, that was doing, exclusive for a while. Yeah, it's but Xbox doesn't own the rights to Knights of the Old Republic, or Bioware, or whoever. Yeah, it's, yeah it's 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 Lucas, Lucas Arts and Disney. Art thing, Disney, 
and they'll just go to the biggest seller. Yeah. And now we know where all PlayStation's money went. Yeah. Look, it's. I mean, it's a good get. Um, it's it's what interesting. Naughty Dog's working on it. No, no. It's so it's um, Asper or Aspire. Well, are, They're the those unknown people. Yeah, they are pretty much an unknown. So they've done a whole bunch of ports of Star Wars games in recent years. So you know how like. Um, episode one racer and all that stuff stuff came back oh yeah they've, they've been porting yes. all of those like on mass they've been putting out dozens of star wars games after the last few years but clearly you know preparing for this in the background staffing up or whatever i think the playstation thing is handy um not just looking at it as a you know a kind of one-eyed playstation person but like we all kind of know that playstation's got a bit of a pedigree in terms of you know those big top tier elite titles that everyone kind of loses their minds over tend to be associated with your Naughty Dogs and Santa Monica's and Sucker Punches and all those uh, gorillas, all those studios, and Insomniac, I should say, all those studios at PlayStation. And so if you want to align with someone to get a little bit of help, especially if you're an inexperienced team, you know, working with Sony first party is not necessarily a bad way to go. There, it, like it's As we said, it's not permanently exclusive. It'll be timed. Um, they're saying kind of at console, console launch on PS5. So it's going to come to Xbox eventually. Um... But PlayStation's obviously putting a bit of money in to help with the development, but also to lock it down as exclusive. And that's that's good for them. But I'm just excited to get to play Knights of the Old Republic, a remake of it. A remaster? On another console? Yeah. Well, I mean... like it's, Remastered I, and relocated. I, I think this is going to get the Final Fantasy VII remake-style treatment, where it's the same, like the same story. You'll recognise some of the same key beats. I'm curious to see what they do with the ending, um, for anyone who's played the ending of Knights of the Old Republic. Is it going to be in two parts? Well, they, I don't know. They could be like ghosts that change the story and spoilers for Final Fantasy VII Remake. Um, no, they'll put um, Luke Skywalker in there for no reason. <laughs> oh, you're talking about Darth like Mandalorian? Vader, Han Solo. Why not? Or even um, Jedi Fallen Order. You can just throw that in there. Despite for it being thousands of years, hundreds of years before the, the Skywalker saga. They'll find a way. Chewie will be there. Ba- Yoda will be young, there. Young, young Yoda. Baby Yoda is in fact Yoda, just the timelines all out of whack maybe Yoda Yoda <laughs> um, I'm pretty keen on it though it's going to be pretty sweet but it's yeah. a fair way off I think it's pretty clear that it's a long way off so and even there was a there was a post showcase interview um, where they got the I think it was the creative lead from the game it's like you're not going to see see this again for a while like he's, he's re- they're setting expectations early so just a lightsaber and the bad guy yeah they go on all far they go on full far cry yeah I mean is that, they did, probably didn't need to do much more if they were trying to get people hyped in fact, you could have just given the logo and that was it and people would have lost their shit, so... What you have to do is just give them a lightsaber and people will just go nuts. Yeah. That's all you need. Well, what did you think when you... when Like, you obviously recognised it was Star Wars at the beginning. What was your first thought or did, uh, as you were watching it back? Or did you already know by the time you'd watched it? Because I don't think you watched it live, did you? No, but I, I tried to keep away from spoilers. So I get the full surprise. And so my you... first thing was... Was... That's not an Xbox. <laughs> Okay, so you didn't you didn't oh. go, oh, I think it's Jedi Fallen Order or it's something else first? Or like, what was your first gut feel? Well, no, I thought, oh, look, it's a Star Wars game. And then when they said Knights of the Old Republic, I just got even more confused. <laughs> like, oh, cool, there's a Star Wars game coming to PlayStation. Then it was Exclusive. Knights of the Old Republic. of like, remastered on PS5. I was like, wait, what? Your head was spinning. What is it going? Like, wait, that makes no sense. Yeah, it, it did feel a bit like that. It was a bit weird. Next one is it actually has a has a code name still or a project name. It's called Project Eve. Um, there's a few people that are kind of going, "Hang on, they talk about parasites." There's a character called Eve. Maybe it's Parasite Eve. It's not. 
Um, I don't think, but it could be. What a name. Who knows? Parasite Eve. Parasite Eve was a pretty cool, pretty cool uh, franchise back in the day, an old Square Enix job. But um, what did you think of this one when you saw it? They've showed a fair bit. Showed a fair bit. I, I thought for a second it was like another one of those like Bayonetta. Code Vein. Oh, yeah, okay. Code Vein. I thought, oh, it must be a sequel or something. And then, well, I haven't played many of those type of games, so I don't know. I mean, it's... If, you, if you put, I reckon if you put all those games in front of me, I wouldn't know which one's which. You wouldn't Just be able because... to tell a, a Devil May Cry from a Bayonetta from a. Well, yes. Me. They're probably the big three these days. Oh, Bayonetta, yes. Devil May Cry, yes. Don't know about the other one you said. Nia. Yeah, oh, that's that other one. But Think even then, do, don't the difference between those Maybe two I... games is pretty crazy, so I don't blame you for not recognizing Nia out of the so, crowd. I reckon if you show me the combat in it, I wouldn't pick the difference, I think. Yeah, fair. It looks pretty cool, and it's definitely fitting in that mold, though. Didn't like it when they panned the camera out and there was that giant eyeball monster that was all over the space station in the sky. Like, that was a bit weird and freaky. Remember that? I remember that. She kind of gets blasted at the very beginning of the trailer. They go, oh, well, her name's Eve. She gets, like, knocked out of the ship by this alien thing that she's fighting. And then she kind of sees, you see her floating back through space for a little bit. And then the camera kind of pulls right out. And there's this giant, like, monster that's kind of completely overtaken the entire space station. It's kind of got like four, three, four, like, limbs kind of floating in the air. It was disgusting. Wow. From a video game point of view, that was disgusting. It was pretty gross. Like, it, I guess it's pretty, it kind of feels uh, soulsy in terms of the monster design there. But who knows? We'll see how it comes up. Game looks pretty cool, though. Next up is a game from a franchise that we both have a bit of a, a, a love of. Um, Tiny Tina's Wonderlands. So, Borderland, oh, yeah. Borderlands spin-off. Um, were you taken by what you saw? Yeah. Looks like Borderlands. That's all I care about. Um, it's, it it's, sort of feels like the uh, there was a DLC for Borderlands 2 with sort of the exact same... The assault same... on... Um, something keep I can't remember yeah. I can't remember what it's called and it's all the same thing like Tina, Tiny Tina's telling the story and you're playing as that there you go the Assault on Dragon Character. Keep was the name and it, yeah, yes. it's 100% that setting like they've got the whole D&D going again and all that sort of stuff I thought it might have been a good opportunity for him to because it's not Borderlands to move away from guns for the sake of it and kind of go with something and the setting's completely different so go with something completely different but oh sword there, yeah there's swords and it looks like you can kind of shoot a bow and that sort of thing but there's still guns Dozens and dozens and maybe hundreds of guns. They might um, have brought in melee weapons this time. Yeah. Was that a thing in Borderlands? No, it wasn't. Uh, Krieg, I, I think. Remember. Krieg can. He's the, he's the he? psycho one, I think. I yeah, think yeah, he yeah. does some melee stuff because he's got that giant thing with like the saw blade on the end and you kind of swing through with that. Like he's, he's oh. a super melee, if I remember. But um, yeah, I mean, there's, like, it's interesting. There's kind of this over, it looks like there's like an overworld thing. You kind of it kind of pans right out, and there's like points on, nodes on the map you can kind of visit. So that'll be interesting if it's like it's not one big interconnected world. It's like little isolated spots, a la like Mario. Like go into this level now, and you go into this level now, and hey, you beat this boss, you can go to this level. Yeah, like that'd be kind of interesting. A big a big change in that space, but we'll see. I I think it's cool. Like I've pre-ordered it um, because I love Borderlands, but. I don't know. They didn't show a hell of a lot. There was a lot of baby metal. What do you think of the baby metal? There was a lot of baby metal. I'll scratch my head. It's probably the first and last time I'll ever hear a baby metal song in a video game trailer. I've and out of all 
people gearbox to do it does it surprise you that it's gearbox though no no not at all i'd never heard of the phrase baby metal before so i didn't like i thought okay the music's a little bit odd and then i start seeing all this stuff in my twitter feed about baby metal and stuff i'm like all right i i get it because i could picture i could already like hear the song in my head again after with tina kind of screeching and ranting and whatever but i don't know like i guess okay baby metal righto it doesn't doesn't hit me all that hard. Like I, I got a little laugh and that was about it. I moved on. Next up, I don't know if it's a hundred percent up your alley, but I could be wrong. Uh, Forspoken. So Square Enix RPG. Oh yeah. Kind of they kind of did interest me. It sort oh, it of had every ele- it had almost every element of every other game put together almost. But in the right way, I'm guessing. In the right way. Yeah. What was it that uh, you liked? I thought I thought for a second it was like oh it's a it's a Ratchet and Clank ripoff with the whole little portal thing at the start. Oh yeah, the yeah little right. pur- little purple portal. I was like oh, just like Ratchet and Clank, but real human Weeby. type stuff. <laughs> there's you saw sort of look at it, there's a bit of I don't know Assassin's Creed to it, maybe a bit of Witcher, like all the good stuff. Yeah, fair bit of Final Fantasy to it as well, especially Final yeah. Fantasy 15 with kind of the. Um, the way she can kind of think, warp around a little bit and the way she's flinging herself through one. the air and uh 15's fine it's it's not it's not a bad when i say game, when i say not... when i say the good one i mean the terrible not... one i guess that's 14 no 13 13's the horrible one 13 13's the train wreck as far as i'm concerned um yeah i mean look i kind of like it and yeah you're right like it does kind of throw a whole bunch of cool elements from a whole bunch of cool games at you and then the talent in terms of the in terms of the writing they've got some real talent on it as well Amy Hennig from Uncharted. You've got Gary Witter from Star Wars Rogue One, um, as well as like Walking Dead. Oh, and the whole movie? Bunch of, yeah, the movie. Um, like you've got a whole, and there's a bunch of others. Todd Stashwick, who was actually meant to be working with Amy Hennig on Uncharted 4 back in the day before things got ugly and they both quit and left. Um, and there was someone else as well. Sorry, I can't think of who the other name was. But like there's some cool writing talent on the game. And certainly like tonally in terms of the, the way the girl speaks as she's kind of you know, narrating what's going on it's a little bit more holy shit what am I doing here and a little bit more I guess relatable in some sense like you would be a bit confused as to what the hell's going on when you've been ripped out of this normal normal world into this fantasy thing with dragons dragons and god knows bubbles. what else yeah like I, I don't blame her for reacting that way so it's kind of feels it feels pretty good in that sense um Rainbow Six Extraction do anything for you move on just oh no yeah that- me either I would say Rainbow Six Siege does not interest me in the slightest. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, the co-op it it interests me more than Siege, but I'm still not overly, still not overly inspired by the whole thing. So, next game's cool. That next one's right up our alley, and we we I think we knew about this when we made our predictions last week. Alan Wake remastered. Yes, yes, we did. I'm keen to go back and play Alan Wake. Um, it doesn't look like a remastered at the moment. I don't know. It just looks like yeah. it's just taken it from the Xbox 360 and just copy and pasted it at the moment. But it's when does it come out? It's coming out this year. October fifth. It? It's less. It's less than a month away. Yeah, this is one oh, of geez, like they, a super short turnaround. Yeah, they better enhance those graphics then, or unless they're just I uh, want good smoke. His, his face looked a bit better. Like there was a bit more definition, and you could kind of see some like actual the face contorting a little bit more than back in the day. From what I remember, I feel like his face was kind of a bit wooden. flat yeah just yeah everything's just a bit flat and as you kind of expect from a 360 game compared to yeah. now 
Um, but I don't think, yeah, I don't think it's a massive visual overhaul. I'm just excited they, you know, they bring it to PlayStation because I think that really then sets up the yeah, the future with con- uh, connected to Control and potentially you know, Alan Wake Two or stuff that they do with Control Two or whatever. So I think that's awesome news. Can we just skip GTA Five? <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. All right, GTA, don't care. GTA Five is don't care about your improved graphics. Doesn't mean shit to me. The only, I guess, notable thing out of the whole thing is it was meant to come out in November. It's now been pushed back to March next year. And for anyone who is a big GTA fan, uh, something that was kind of press released stuff afterwards, the they were giving, it was like a million dollars of shark cards or something every shark month. Shark cards um, or something, yeah. And they're going to just, they're going to honour that and keep going for the, the next four months beyond, you know, right up from November up till March to kind of make good on they promise despite the delay so i guess that's a good act yeah. but they're, I mean, they're gonna, it's not really gonna affect them at all let's be honest no they're gonna make millions of dollars they're gonna make millions so they don't care I mean, it's still the number one game in australia that's, for like the 400th week running it's bullshit i don't get not it even this, not even the ps4 exclusives last that long no. they're like in for a week and then out you go but gta just sticks around it's around I don't know. Is yeah, it the I, same people buying it again or what? Well, I, I guess that there's always like a new generation of 13-year-olds. Like every year you're going to get a new batch of 13-year-olds that mum or dad says, okay, you can buy, you can play GTA now or you know whatever the age happens to be. Like there's always a new group that's getting let in. Bad parents. It's they an are, R18 yeah. game. Come on. But we know what happens. Dory, I'm 100% with you and there's no way my kids will be playing, I don't know, GTA probably 6 because hey. it's going to take them that long to put out another one. If it got banned from Big W, I'm pretty sure you got to think that's that's bad. There's a reason for Back that. Back in the, yes. But also, how many people go to Big W for their games as their as their golden rule? Uh, when it's on sale, when they're having a huge clearance. Yeah, that sounds about right. Next that's one it. Um, is one of two Bethesda games as they kind of close the chapter on PlayStation that were there. Uh, Ghostwire Tokyo was there. They shot shot oh. off a bit of gameplay. Um, which is good because the last trailer they showed, I think this time last year, wasn't overly impressive. Um, the one I remember the one from E3. Yeah, with uh, where that lady was there, dead about a week later, she left. Yeah, then she quit. Yeah, um, the one from last year at the PlayStation Showcase last year was kind of rough, actually. I didn't, I, I lost the enthusiasm I had for the game after that. But this got me back. Um, the gameplay looks kind of cool. It'll be interesting to see how it works in kind of first person with all the stuff that they're trying to do with it. Um, Melee usually doesn't work very well in first person, but they're leaning into that pretty heavily. Um, obviously, some games make it work, like... A, um, well, yeah, oh, yes, Doom does it, but still, by default, you're a, you're a shooter. I'm thinking um, Dying Light. Dying Light has a lot of Melee stuff where you're up and close with some of the, the zombies or whatever, whatever they call them, the things that come out at night that look a lot like zombies. Um, and it, like looking at Ghostwire does it seem like the sort of thing you might go for not really I wasn't excited about it all those years ago still, still don't really just meh now just meh don't really care I mean I'm not the biggest horror guy so I'm not going to be yeah. climbing over myself to get it but if I happen to get an opportunity to play it or it's on or it's cheap or something like that in the future I'll, I'll give it a crack I'm not going to I'm not going to say no like it looks alright for what it is but I'm not I'm not desperate for it but that'll be the last game that uh, ever comes out on a PlayStation console, presumably from Bethesda, unless they do backflip on some of their exclusives to Xbox. But I don't know why they would. That's just silly. Yeah, unless they are all time exclusives. But why just... would you pay seven billion dollars for a company and not put them on your own console? 
let's cycle back to that point because that's something I want to discuss after we get through some of the PlayStation exclusives a little bit later on, like some of the first party stuff from a bit later on. Because I think there's a there's a point in uh, uh, like a point of discussion out of that whole thing. Um, so the next game was Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy. So the first time Marvel popped up for the showcase, one of three times that a Marvel title was present. Um, is Guardians of the Galaxy doing it for you? It's out in October, so not really. It wasn't a great trailer. It wasn't the most exciting trailer. I liked it. It just felt like, just like it just felt like the movie, but not Guardians of the Galaxy, but not funny. Yeah, that was my worry. Like, okay, the gameplay they've already shown us that looks pretty cool, but it wasn't funny, and that worries me. I don't know. Let's. So maybe this is just one of their tricks again, or just like, like, did they learn from the Avengers? Well, again, the, the gameplay looks kind of cool and they're not going for that live service sort of thing like this is a single player game but um, the big yeah, I mean one of the big things for Guardians is the humour and the fact that they didn't deliver it in the trailer at all like the, it got a wry smile from me at one point then when uh, at one point where like with the dog the dog was sitting there and it was oh, like yes, talking the dog, and, you know, yeah. about playing chase or something like chase the ball or whatever like that got a little laugh like just a very small smirk out of me but you don't want just a smirk from a Guardians game, so it's a bit of a worry. I don't know about you, but the next one for me is one that I personally would be happy to skip in Vampire the Masquerade Blood Hunt. Yeah. Um, I'm not a Vampire the Masquerade person. I'm not a Battle Royale person. That's what they're going for here, so I'm pretty happy to just skip it. It's apparently in early access on PC now, and it's uh, coming to PlayStation this year in early access as well, so... For those oh, keen, is it Battle Royale? Yeah, well, apparently I did. Like the trailer didn't really so, so, signal that at all. I thought it was gameplay, actual um, sequel player. No, no, this there is like there's Vampire the Masquerade two or Bloodlines two, which is the one that they showed at the Xbox event last year. Remember, and it looked like a PS two game. Oh, that one. Um, yes, I this is that. Yeah, they're they're really trying to blow out the universe a little bit with all with all these Vampire the Masquerade games, and this is their multiplayer thing, which I don't know. It might be a good game, but I don't know that the license it's trying to leverage is nearly popular enough to justify it. But good luck to them. Maybe the game will be good and it'll just win people over because it's a good game. I hope so for them. Uh, the other one, which I thought was weird um, for it to be there simply because it was out four days later as of when the event was run, and I guess it's out now today as of when people watch and listen to this. Uh, Deathloop was there with another yes, trailer for that the, went way the too long. 400 times. Holy I shit. don't need to see any more death loop. I get it. You got to kill the person in a time loop. I get it. You don't have to show me this same trailer yeah. twenty times, the same level twenty times. I feel like it was Xbox almost trying to, you know, Bethesda being owned, but Xbox trying to troll Playtime. Like, okay, you need to stick this in there because it's out. It's the exclusive game that we got for the year. So we're going to make this trailer so long and tell you so little because we've already told you this shit before. People are just going to crack the shits at you because I did, and I'm sure a lot of other people did. Not to mention there's previews already out there. Um, outlets, Player 2 has a, has a code for review. I've got one. Matt Houston has one. Like, I mean, as of as of when this video, uh, this patched episode goes live, you will have already seen Matt's review on the website and a video discussion on this patched feed from a day ago. So, like, firstly, go check all those out. But secondly, like, it was just kind of useless. Um, no matter whether it's the best game it in the world. It just felt or... like a filler. Yeah. But speaking of like stuff that I don't know maybe didn't need to be there it was weird um, Kid Amnesia or, so Kid A which was the the old Radiohead album 
echidamnesia. Oh, is that what that thing was? Yeah, I was, couldn't figure out what the hell it, what was going on there. Yeah. So that red and black. At the beginning, I was like, oh, whatever this is like was. Silent Hill or whatever. Like it's you know it's the horror game. Everyone's been speculating about this, and then it was this shit. I thought I thought it was twelve minutes for a second. I thought, oh, it's coming to PlayStation Five. That's only no, a matter of time. But yeah, I had no idea what to think when I was watching that. It comes out in November, whatever this thing is. They're kind of, they're calling it an exhibition, like kid a kid a or amnesia exhibition. A VR exhibition. I don't know. This wasn't the right place for some cool ideas like that. Everyone was just confused. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know what was going on. I thought, was that a game? I don't know. What are they trying to show me? Like the sort of thing you need to show people and then talk about it. But they showed and then explained nothing, so... I did. Just went to the next game. It's and like, oh, there you go. Yeah, if I was the publisher, I'm like, great, this is an awesome platform. Are, you, are we going to be able to talk about it afterwards? No? We're kicking to cheer? We're kicking to another game? Oh, then maybe it's not for us because we can't tell people what it's all about. People aren't intrigued and clicking through to find out what this game is. People have moved on. Next, that's what they'll be thinking. Yeah. Like me, I was like, they don't even know what this is. So the final third party or second party or indie title, in fact, the only indie for the entire showcase, uh, Chia, which was a game that I think we saw at... So I do remember seeing it. Game Awards, I think it was. Yeah, because I think you possessed like a coconut and then you rolled away as a coconut. Yes, yeah, so we were talking about as a coconut. Yeah, I think I remember that. Like, it was cool because you got to become a coconut. Yeah. And a crab. Yeah, and you get to become a crab here. You're a seagull. All this shit connects somehow. Like, it all. Like, it seems pretty cool. Um, though, the and. Like, tell me, tell me what you think of this. Given, given all the games that we've just discussed, um, probably starting with maybe. Oh, you could even argue uh, Rainbow Six Extraction, but I might say from GTA Five onwards, like there was a big ten to fifteen minute lull in the presentation where they're like, perfectly good games in there, but you know, Ghostwire Tokyo, people are going to be a bit iffy about, and of course there's the weird Bethesda thing to the point where Sony didn't even allow Bethesda's name to be put in the in the trailer. It's only us that know a bit about the industry that know, uh, would know. Oh, oh really? Bethesda's publishing that, and their name's not in the trailer anywhere. Probably because if you Ouch. put Bethesda up there, Xbox has got to be there, um, and PlayStation won't want that. So same same with Deathloop, Bethesda's name wasn't there. But yeah, um, Ghostwire, which is you know some people will go for, but a lot probably won't. Guardians of the Galaxy, which had a pretty ho hum trailer. Blood Hunt, which we've already discussed. Deathloop, which just didn't need to be there. Kid A Amnesia, which was weird, and then Chia is the only indie game in the entire showcase. Like that was a really weak chunk. Um, of the show again each title on its own seems pretty good but they didn't it wasn't assembled in the in a very good way and so there was a bit of a lull there for about 15 minutes they even put like Alan Wake in there as well because they didn't really well yeah Alan Wake could even fit in that there. well I mean look that probably would have been a big hit if it hadn't leaked about 5 or 6 days beforehand that is true um, like PlayStation people lose their shit because people have been wanting to play that for years and even Xbox people because they're like oh sweet I finally get you know, a remastered take on the game but yeah, the fact that it leaked kind of nipped that in the bud. But yeah, there was still a lengthy chunk where it was a bit underwhelming. So it's a good thing that after Cheer, which again, perfectly good game, but it's a good thing that after Cheer, they launched into first-party studios mode, and from here things really started to pick up. So Uncharted was first, not a new Uncharted. They're just bundling together Uncharted Four: Thief's End and Uncharted: Lost Legacy, but they're remastering it for PS5 and PC. And PC. So the PC stuff continues. 
um, early 2022 for that one. Thoughts? Well, if I had a choice to play it on PC or PS5, I'm going the PS5. Because to me, it just feels weird playing a PS5 game on a PC. I mean, look, you could rig a controller up to it, I'm sure. That's the thing, you might as well just get a PS5. Yeah. If you have a, if you have a PS5, I should say. Yeah, I'd agree. If you're able to get one, yeah, that is that is the trick. But, um, yeah, I mean, look, I'm with you on that. And I'm 100% going to play them on the PS5. Um, any excuse to play more Uncharted, even if it's the same Uncharted. I'll play them both. I'll get the whole, the whole new set of trophy lists. Great. I'm in. Good luck getting a platinum on that one. Yeah, I'm not going to be able to. I haven't gotten a, I haven't gotten a platinum in any Uncharted game to this point, as much as I'd love to. Don't you need to do ones on difficulties? Yeah, crushing, I think, is in there, which is yeah. just... That's soul-destroying, so no thanks. Bad enough on easy, when you yeah. can't even shoot. <laughs> I mean, imagine trying to do that on crushing. It yeah. will be crushing. Yeah, it'll just destroy your soul. Um, you know oh, wait. That's the auto-aim in that, doesn't it? Oh, yeah, there's, there's degrees of auto-aim and those sort of things. Certainly got better as the years went on, but... Uh, next up, and we discussed this actually before we started recording in terms of the, the tricks involved in kind of um, bluffing us, making we think we were going one way only to force and go the other. We obviously speculated before the show that Spider-Man was going to show up, Spider-Man 2 was going to show up. And so when this next trailer popped up, we saw the Marvel logo, we saw the Insomniac logo, and everyone's going, like, I think everyone collectively has gone, oh, yeah, okay, it's, it seems a bit early, but Spider-Man 2, that, that makes sense. Um, we all knew it was a matter of time before it was coming. And they pump faked us and gave us Wolverine. So Insomniacs managed to work with Disney again to get the, uh, to get another license, another Marvel license, Wolverine this time. What was that? I'm not sure. I'm not sure how all this Marvel stuff works, but I'm pretty sure that's not... I don't know how it all works. Yeah, this has got nothing to do with Sony owning anything. This is just... Marvel. They managed to land... Like, they had an idea, they pitched it, and I guess they got what they wanted. So, good on them. Um, you. I want like if you're Marvel right now and you look out across the games that are being developed um, with your IP, you go. Square Enix has put out Marvel's Avengers, which tanked, and Guardians of the Galaxy, which only looks, in my opinion, good but not great. And I don't know, you know, hundred percent where the the collective masses fit, but you know, good but not great. Then you look over the PlayStation. I guess there was uh, Marvel's Iron Man as well, but that was also developed exclusively for PlayStation, and it's not. It's pretty good for a VR game. It's um, VR, an, an early VR game. Like it's trying to put you in the boots of Iron Man. It tells a pretty cool story. But then you look over on the other side, and what's being developed? You, you, every game that you've sent over to PlayStation so far, you've seen Spider Man, which was you know a game of the year contender. You've seen Miles Morales, which was a game of the year contender. And then you've obviously got Spider-Man 2, which is probably going to be in that same conversation. And then they, and then the same company comes to you with a pitch for Wolverine. You just jump at that every day. Like, yeah, yeah, sure. No, that's all right. Don't, don't explain any more to us. Just take the license. Go make a game. I reckon that's, that's what they pitch. Yeah, hear us out. Wolverine. Stop you right there. You've got it. We're, we're in. <laughs> Here's the contract. Sign it, please. Here's it. Sign here. Off you go. Because um, they, like, they didn't show us anything. Like, it was... You know, Wolverine's it just showed us some claws and the claws the claws burst out as some guy's about to come up with a knife like pretty basic stuff the game's going to be a long way off they didn't even put a year or a date or anything like that on it versus Spider-Man 2 which we'll talk about shortly where they at least put a year window so I think this could be a fair way off this is also the team so the team who did I don't 100% know how it all works Insomniac's huge um, and there's at least three or maybe even four teams there but um, the team who did 
Miles Morales, or at least the people who headed the development of Miles Morales, are working on Wolverine. So they've only had six months to do this, oh, six-ish so. months to do this thing so far. So 2023 or 24? Well, Spider-Man 2, as we'll talk about shortly, is 2023. So yeah, I think 2024 is probably the earliest that you'll see the next uh, the, that you'll see Wolverine so we'll see what happens there but it, I mean I trust Insomniac implicitly so it'll be an awesome game whenever it comes out one of the very few companies you can trust these days yeah they're just the other, the other thing how are they doing this they've already put out three games on the PS5 Spider-Man Remastered Miles Morales and Ratchet and & Clank and now they've already announced another two the console's going to be they're four just... years old and they will have released five games well, I think what they've what's happened is the old role reversal on Naughty Dog, and now Naughty Dog's going over to Insomniac and going, "Hey, work on this game for us." Yeah, hey, can you make the Last of Us Part Three for us so that it comes out sometime before the PS Five comes out? Uh, uh, ends, we got sorry. Wolverine. Come, you we do Wolf, you do Wolverine. We'll do Last of Us for you. Yeah, that way things get done a bit quicker. But anyway, yeah, I mean, the Naughty Dog conversation will probably be something that comes up soon enough. I'm sure. Uh, Gran Turismo Seven was there. I'm not much of a I'm not a racing guy but like it looked nice as you it probably expect nice. they always look nice um they didn't an- on the old open world thing yeah they didn't announce it. it in the stream but then the PlayStation blog afterwards confirmed that it was coming March 4th so I don't know why they didn't put the date in the actual uh, trail that they showed the world at the time probably forgot but they did so afterwards yeah could be something simple like that I don't know good on them it's, it's well, weird maybe, it's coming out so close to Horizon, like two weeks after Horizon. Maybe they just like thought no one would care and just thought, thought oh, no one cares about Gran Turismo these days and then everyone just went, oh, hey. I mean, it's going to sell yeah. five, six million copies at least, you'd think, um, over its life. So that's, that's, a, that's a good number, but I don't know. The only thing, I guess, when it comes to release date, there's probably not a lot of people out there that are super keen on Horizon and super keen on GT so it probably doesn't matter when you put the thing out it'll just come out and it'll do its numbers and that's fine doesn't matter what else is there but you would have thought Everyone they might try and space things out a little bit well yeah a few weeks later is GTA so we'll see what happens there alright now we'll cycle back to Spider-Man 2 um, where again they pump somebody fingers. thought they somebody thought it was another game I I'm not the only one that thought that, but yeah, they this time they didn't bring the logo. They didn't put Marvel. They didn't put Insomniac at the beginning there. If you go and check out the videos on YouTube now, now they do it because they're not trying to like everyone knows at this point. But when they put when the live stream aired, there was no logos at the beginning there. It just jumped into this trailer and you saw this uh, street sign uh, like traffic lights and all yeah. that, and then yeah. electricity goes flowing through it. And you're like, and I. As, as we were discussing before the, before the thing I was doing the live stream with uh, Ryan Betson from the Pop Culture so I was uh, live streaming it on their on their platform and I rewatched the video afterwards and I audibly squealed um, because I thought it was infamous and it wasn't um, seconds later you see the Spider-Man logos pop up on the screen and it's Spider-Man 2 but it's pretty cool my initial disappointment like I watched, I watched again watched the whole thing back and I spent half the time with my head in my hands because I was so devastated that it wasn't infamous but once I <laughs> like I, I'm stoked with Spider-Man but jeez I would have loved infamous even more um it looks pretty cool like for a trailer Venom's no gonna be in there yet. Where it's... Venom we got the electric one yeah we got both Electro. we got both Miles well I just assumed that was Miles because remember Miles has got electric powers Ah, oh, has he? 
Yeah. Oh, I I've, I've actually haven't played Miles yet. Oh, okay. Miles yet. But yeah. I do I think I do remember in the actual when they show an actual gameplay trail yeah. of it. It's like early in the where he gets flies into like some weird serum stuff or something. I can't remember. Uh just it's the old spider bite thing. But or he gets different. or he gets oh it's just a spider bite. Yeah, it's the old spider bite. An thing. electric electric radioactive spider. Yeah. Um oh. but the way they're kind of com- uh, combining and, and like Peter Parker Spider Man has the like the claw things on his back, the like those giant yes. metal ones. Like that's all cool. Um, Venom's yeah clearly going to be there. I mean, I mean Venom was teased at the end of the last one. They also kind of teased Green Goblin, so I wonder if Green Goblin will show up as well. Right. Um, I'm trying to remember back to the Spider Man. When was Venom shown? They oh no no oh, it wasn't wait. shown. It was all teasing stuff at the end. They were talking about like they were, there was a lot of. Uh, clues there to the symbiote and all that sort of stuff oh right um, and then they kind of far more, far less subtly kind of hinted at Green Goblin so you'd imagine Green Goblin might show up as well in this one so that's plenty cool I'm super keen and the way they closed it out uh, which was the thing that we all knew was coming I in fact tipped as the, the closer um, yeah cell 5 uh, God of War Ragnarok what'd you make of what you saw of God of War because this is the big Honestly, gameplay. This is the big gameplay blowout for this one. Well, I'll be honest with you. I didn't watch it because I played God of War, so I didn't want to ruin it for myself. That's a very good decision because they spoiled a lot in that trailer. An yeah, I just saw. Amount. I just saw. I just saw Kratos. and went, whoa, whoa, we're stopping it right here. I don't <laughs> want to. That don't want to do. Skip ahead to make sure that I spo- uh, the, there was nothing else afterwards. Nope, that God of War was it. All right, we're out. Yeah, that was it. Done. All right, well, I'll try and describe or say my piece without spoiling anything because there's a lot of... Spo- like, No, no, Dory, I won't do no. it to you. I won't do it to you. Okay. Um, they're closing out this whole Norse thing. I think most people expect it to be three games, you know, kind of go the trilogy part. Two. But they're only going to go two. Yeah. Apparently, this is going to close all out. Um, they talk about Tyr a lot in the last game. Tyr was the Norse god of war. Um this won't be overly like I mean it's Tyr is going to be in this game they they show Tyr at one point so you got you, like, can, you can say any names you want to be I won't know yeah, any and you'll them. probably forget by the time get, you actually get a chance to play it so yeah uh, yeah Tyr is the the Norse god of war and it looks like the, uh, Kratos is potentially going to be partnering up with Tyr in some sense like they they set him free from somewhere like he's been in hiding Odin has hit him somewhere or tucked him away somewhere and Kratos found him um They've also, I mean, at the end of, oh, do you was anything spoiled about the original God of War for you? Like something right at the very end? Did anyone spoil that for you? Because uh, well, I think when you had this conversation with Damo, I took my headphones off, and you just could continue talking about it. Um, the cert for anyone who's played God of War twenty eighteen, the the character that was introduced at the very end after Kratos goes home. So the whole adventure's done and you go back to the house and there's a certain famous Norse god that basically rocks up on Kratos' doorstep. Um, talk about Thor. Yeah, sure, I'm talking about Thor. Uh oh, same pitch with the Thor. Oh, yeah, yeah. Holy shit. What like I understand you don't want him to be a he- look like a Hemsworth, and that's fine. But you went with the old pudding guts, Thor? Righto. Hey, hey, he's not playing Fortnite on the couch, so just relax. I mean, look, he's far more related. 
I was going to say, you haven't seen that movie about what I'm talking about, about Fortnite on the couch, so you won't understand Is that, that reference. No. Oh. I don't know. <laughs> you'll, if you watch all your Marvel films, you'll eventually see Fortnite. Oh, that upsets me. I don't know if I can... Oh. No, it's actually good. It's not terrible. Trust me. Okay, okay. I'll just take your word it. for it. Um, they didn't slap a date on it at the end there, but we, I think we can all probably assume it's the back end of next year. Um, that's about it. It's going to come to PS4 and PS5. Game looks gorgeous. Um, yeah, plenty of spoilers there if you haven't played 2018, so you made the right decision if you didn't want it, anything spoiled. Obviously, I've now confirmed the, the Thor spoiler for you, but... It doesn't oh, impact. Really? It doesn't impact the rest of the actual core story there's, of the game. So. Pitches, there was pictures all over Twitter about yeah. Thor. Yeah, it was just the guy from that guy from Remember the Titans. Yeah, his voice in it. Um, they're they're, they're really willing out the the A list talent for the game in terms of in terms of the actors and that sort of thing, which is yeah, good yeah. for them. They got the guy from Star Stargate. Yeah, as Kratos himself, obviously. But yeah, they they just keep wheeling out. Like you know, we got this actor as this, and we got this actor. Like they're they're not they're trying to elevate these people if they're small name, and if they're already a big name, they're trying to leverage it as a hey, we got the star power for this thing, which is cool. Oh, yes, but it's also a bad thing if you're getting big name celebrities in your game because that's sometimes a sign that your game's rubbish. I don't for example, think that'll be Call minutes. of Duty. Oh, Call of Duty, Beyond Two Souls, twelve minutes. Well, Apparently, uh, not so people don't. There's a fair few people that don't like it, but who knows? You could say Detroit become human, yeah, but they're not very well-known actors, though. No, they're not big Just ones. Some guy from Grey's Anatomy. So that's the showcase. What do you think overall? Hack. Oh yeah, yeah. What do you think overall? What did I think? Eh, I wouldn't say overly exciting. Like you said, there was just the middle part in there just felt pointless. Not pointless, but it just wasn't Not pointless, assembled but they could the have right done way. more. They just didn't assemble it the right way? Yes. Shuffle but the order of a few things, maybe drop Wolverine in the middle there to break things up, and Death it might Loop. have been a bit better. Yeah, get rid of Deathloop. You don't need Deathloop. You could have given you that to Kenna. You could have given that to Kenna Bridge of Spirits. Which Kenna. Is, you know, or the cat. comes out 10 days later, but yeah, they could have done that. Or the cat, Stray, yeah. More more for or the just Indies. those other ones. Yeah, or any of those other PS5 releases you showed last year. Yeah. Maybe there's some state of plays planned for those sort of small scale things coming. I don't know. We'll see. It's taken them an eternity to do this. Um, yeah, look, I'm a bit with you. It was a, it was a good presentation, and obviously there's some games there that I'm super hyped about, but it wasn't a great presentation. Again, because of that bit in the middle, it really kind of pulled things down a bit with some games that shouldn't have been there, like Deathloop and others that just didn't. GTA Five. Yeah, I mean, there's clearly a marketing deal there, so that was always going to show up. Like how GTA Five began the showcase last year. Like, it's next-gen. Here's a game from the PS3. Here's a game from eight years ago. When it comes out, it would be nine years ago. Yeah. Uh, look, cons- I was thrilled to see no Five Nights at Freddy's. Like, that's been at every bloody PlayStation State of Play and showcase for a while, so I'm glad to see that didn't show up. But I guess... Uh, I don't know. It's only a matter of time before that happens again. That's got to be the next one. That like the show itself was was good. Like if I was to, you know, it's like an eight out of ten show. There was lots of good things there, but it was dragged down by some of the the weak bits. Um, the and, thing uh, that what was one of them, Jim Ryan opened it. Yeah, Jim Ryan can fuck off. Also, that um weird that weird thing at the beginning, like we're playing chess. 
It's kind of like a, did you see like there was that live action ad they had at the beginning before Jim Ryan spoke? No, oh, probably. I probably, probably just forgot fast, it. Fast forwarded through it or something. Um, yeah, maybe. It was what the mess. Like there was a whole, but it's one of those live action trails that PlayStation does all the time, and they're trying to show off how edgy they are and all that sort of thing. And look, we've got all this talent, and it's you know everyone loves PlayStation, and they seem to usually do the, do the job for whatever reason. But um, you think those people at PlayStation look at that and just laugh and go, "Ha, huh. no, it's not." Well, I watched Alana Pierce reacting to the whole thing, and she even scoffed it. She works for Santa Monica. She's working oh, yeah. on God of War, and she scoffed at the whole thing. So anyway. Um, part of the dev team yeah part, part of the dev, of the dev team, team and she's yeah they all got their don't shirts you go the day blame off it. don't you dare go blaming her for Anything. coming out mid later next year yeah, don't you bullshit. dare or you have him to deal with yeah Corey Balog will come after you um but Corey while you're doing it over here mate um well, otherwise that poster gets bigger yeah yeah it just consumes the room um what they did do and I like I was talking to Ryan about this during the stream and he wasn't overly thrilled with it and he was also looking at going well they've also given us nothing like you know Spider-Man and Wolverine are a mile off and then they didn't announce anything else beyond that but what they what they've done and they, they kind of did the same thing at the beginning of the PS4 generation as well is they're leaning on the third parties to kind of carry them while the while the first parties kind of get themselves set the the difficult thing for like the thing that's worked well for Xbox, obviously, is they've bought a whole bunch of studios. That helps. But um, where they were in their development for a lot of their games, whether it was Halo or Forza or any of those sort of things, the, the things that are on the way, is that they were either super early in development or um, they were deep in, like deep enough into development that when COVID kind of came through and slowed a whole bunch of things down, they were pretty much there anyway. Like Halo had to get delayed because the game wasn't, coming up overly well um but you know everything else is kind of trucking along at a pace that's fairly decent they're okay yeah, when it comes to forza that's they showed that e3 and, and it's, it's coming out be. this year and it looks yeah yeah it's, it hasn't been a single word said that's going to get delayed it's going to be there what say, yeah, it'll day just, one it'll do what forza does and it'll come out then it'll be amazing because forza's the forza horizon games in particular are incredible um, i'll wait for those cactuses on the on the weird side for playstation is that they've like if you think about the the releases that they've had over the course of the last few years probably from say 2019 onwards um days gone came out that was bend now they had you know they got screwed around for 12 months anyway um as was reported on and then the pandemic hit so they might have just started to land on their project and then everything's kind of been blown up and they've got to work it like what everyone had to do at first which is okay how do i work from home and then then actually get into pre-production and those sort of things where there's probably a lot of people twiddling their thumbs because they're not part of that pre-production process so that they were kind of stuck waiting you've got a whole bunch of other studios in similar sorts of boats a pixel opus for concrete genie who i thought would be there but apparently not um dreams you know develop a media molecule similar boat and then you've even got games that came out in 2020 so naughty dog with last of us part two you've got sucker punch with ghost of tsushima who all that all they've done technically since is still a director's cut which is awesome and you know I've, i reviewed on the site and it's, it's fantastic but whatever comes next whether it's ghost of Tsushima 2 or something else it's a long long way away and been slowed down even further so the the difficult f- thing for them is that all the games that might have been and it kind of shows with what happened with horizon being delayed basically a year in the end um and God of War clearly delayed about the same amount of time. Like the the position that the development teams are in in a lead up to the pandemic hasn't suited them well in the time since. So they've just been really strategic. They've gone, okay, well, 
Insomniac's the one exception where they just seem to be able to... Well, maybe it's in the name. They're Insomniacs. They don't sleep. Um, don't sleep. They just keep making games they, all the time. They just live at the building. Yeah. And not, not only not, do you get your own desk, you get your own bed. Yeah. That sounds right, actually. I'd, I'd crunch for that. But anyway... Oh, um, uh, like they seem to be the exception to the rule within first party at the moment but they've just been smart they've gone okay we're going to go la- uh, land Forspoken that's coming out in the, the March to May window next year our autumn um, they've gone and locked down a whole bunch of other games in similar sorts of capacities obviously there's going to be and not that they knew it at the time um, but uh, Ghostwire Tokyo is going to be presumably towards the end of next year yeah. as well so where they can't put their own first party games in there they've locked down third party exclusives to fill out the roster there's final fantasy 16 that's also a first part like a, a third party exclusive as well so they've and admittedly i think they would have done that regardless of the pandemic because final Fantasy's huge but they've actually what they haven't been able to fill themselves they're going to be able to fill with third party exclusives that you can still only play on playstation which forces people's hand to go buy a playstation so it's kind of it's a clever strategy that buys time for naughty dog to get last of us remake done or whatever the next game is and ben to get to a point where they can show off their next game and the same for all these other studios you know ghost of Tsushima 2 and all that sort of thing like they've created an extra year basically for all these studios to start to click into gear because if you look ahead you know 2022 is okay based on what i just said but 2023 the only thing we know about and can really reliably expect at this point is probably spider-man 2 and that's awesome but you can't build a year around that. So the other games are going to be there. It's just they've bought them time now to let them cook in the oven, maybe midway through 2022, or if they have a September showcase next year, that's when you go, okay, here's what Ben's doing. Here's what this team's doing. Here's what this team's doing. And all of a sudden, uh, 2023 is good. definitely trailer. <laughs> For no good reason. So I think they've they've made some strategic deals that have actually set them up really well for, for next year that buys their first party some time and then they'll start to come rolling out afterwards so good strategy playstation i think it worked it worked well and masked the fact that yeah your first parties were a little bit behind at the moment people who own a playstation are still not going to miss out on games in the meantime that's the key uh, they'll be there playing their fifa and nba well they can't play yeah. nba 2k at the moment because uh apparently it doesn't work it doesn't work very well yeah can confirm Hell, they were having problems. Like, I got sent a code that was supposed to be for the 75th anniversary edition. Um, the one that's got Dirk and... Uh, oh, right. And, and all, all the big names on it. But um, I got sent a code for that that's on PS4 and you're meant to get the free upgrade to PS5 if you've got that if you've got that version. And that d- didn't, didn't even work. work. They had to send me a different code just so I could get the PS5 version. Like, nothing is working for 2K at the moment. What? All that virtual currency is not doing anything for but you. But you can go speak to the guy from State Farm. Yeah, that's great. It's not going well for pay 2K virtu- 22. What's all that virtual currency they're doing? Are they just sitting on it? Or did someone run away with it? Who no, knows? No one would know because the game's not working. Um, oh, yes. No connection. So, yeah, that's that's kind of the state of things. What, what do you think overall of the presentation? Did we just did we just discuss this? Did, did not. I feel like I just hijacked it. Did you? I no, I did. I just said your parts like it was the middle part was a bit oh, weak. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Ended well. Like I reckon the last three games took up about a quarter of the presentation almost. I mean, yeah. Gran Turismo had a massive trailer. Spider Man, 
Not so much. That was short, but that's that did Boy Simulator twenty twenty two. Well, I don't know how long that went for because I didn't watch it. About two to three minutes. And everyone's complaining like, oh, it's the same animations. Like, is that what you pick up on it? Who cares? They're always looking I mean, for something. It's Puddle Game. I mean, I'm pretty sure if you've um played all those Legend of Zelda games, I'm pretty sure League does the same chop in every game. No one complains about that, no. do they? No. Except in the Wii version, which was like Skyward Sword. Or even oh, Twilight yes. Princess, where he was left-handed and right-handed in the GameCube version. Yeah, so I do remember. That was yeah, weird. someone told me that. It's like, oh, yeah, in the Wii version, he's left-handed. Like, Some weird trivia oh, for great. me. I was like, oh, yeah, cool. It's like, why did you tell me that for? Oh, he's right-handed in the GameCube version. Like, why? Yeah, who knows? Or was it the other way around? I can't remember. I can't remember which one was which, but yeah, he was left-handed in one and right-handed in the other. The Wii, he's swinging around. I think he was right-handed little... in the Wii because... That makes more sense because of the motion stick. Yeah, the... The Wii Remote was supposed to be... It was kind of designed mostly for the right hand and the and the nunchuck for the left, but I don't know. Who knows? I could have it backwards. Um, yeah. More Nintendo stuff probably next week with Jamie. Um, he'll, he'll tell us. He'll tell us for sure. We'll just, like, fact-check everything Nintendo for the whole episode. Let's just... Um, let's just... Let's just be like those people who want eat horse medicine and just... Oh, Google for like 10 minutes of Nintendo facts and see if they're true or not and <laughs> yeah, then ask Jamie fact checking with Jamie Penning that's the episode yeah is it true that that Bubsy's the best game of all time <laughs> better than Donkey Kong Country sorry mate I know you're listening um, Power Glove odd or not oh, should I buy a vir- uh, uh, visual- Virtual Boy Virtual Boy remember the old Virtual Boy the like 3D thing, wait, like the 3D oh, yes. Yeah, yes. headset before. Game and watch, yeah. overrated or not? Yeah. All right, on that note, we're, we're rambling uh, and we're going to talk a lot of Nintendo most likely with Jamie next week, unless something huge comes along, at which point, sorry, Jamie, but you're talking about whatever huge, the huge thing is with us. Um, two part. Or, yeah, we might do two episodes or something like that. Who knows? We'll, we'll, get, we'll, we'll get creative. We'll make it work. If you enjoyed this episode of Patch, please be sure to like, share, subscribe. All the buttons down below. Hit the notification bell. That way you're alerted to every new video the moment it goes live on the channel. That includes Patched, Player 2 Plays, Gamer School, and a whole bunch more. There's some awesome stuff there, so please subscribe and go and check it out. Lots of embargoed games and videos going up this week, so stay tuned for a whole bunch of stuff there. Uh, obviously, Oops. I mentioned Deathloop already, and there'll be more to come. So, so go check all that stuff out. Uh, we're also on... Oh, sorry, the website, player2.net.au, for reviews. Again, lots of embargoed stuff. We've already got about three or four reviews sitting in the cam ready to roll out this week so keep your eyes out for them and a whole bunch more please be sure to go check all that stuff out we're also on Patreon patreon.com slash player2au kicking a few bucks lower tiers early access high tiers monthly episode exclusives and then finally there's Twitter Matto uh, Matto underscore Phil and you can still send in your audition tapes yeah J- Jamie's in know. next week but we might we don't know how long Damo's gone for so we'll yeah we'll we take don't know more. how long Damo's gone for he might come back next week we don't know and if he comes back next week I don't have a four person layout so Damo's just gonna have to take another week off <laughs> well Damo could just be off screen oh yeah we'll just, just, just a voice, voice only we'll just, put, we'll just put his head somewhere on the screen that might be actually f- be the way to get him in the show going forward floating head if it's just audio his internet might hold up long enough oh he could be Tom Hanks for yeah. one oh good one uh, Paul J's games for me. The website is player2au. And until next time, we'll see you next week.